nation. No more struggle. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. And here you are, young lady, coming up, having hopes and aspirations. You married, I mean, a military person on a higher rank. You thought you are going to enjoy yourself. Incidentally, this is what has happened. Will you stay in the marriage? Are you continuing or you are backing off? Thankfully, the lady still said, I'm sticking by my vows. But you can imagine how many people were insulting as a fool. A guy and a lady got married. The guy was having a very good job. Everything was going on when they got married. Less than six months into the marriage, the guy lost his job. And for so many years, the guy is not having work to do. The girl now have to work to be able to take care of the guy. How can you handle it? Somewhere along the line, sickness came in. The woman was a problem. It's not like more like a vegetable. Gentlemen, will you continue? Or you are divorcing to go and take another person? Like I've heard people marrying. They are marrying because they are looking for children. And the excitement is that I'm married and carry my baby. The first child to make proud. You enter into the marriage. One year, two years, three years, five years, seven years, ten years. You are not seeing a baby. What do you do? Are you running away from the marriage or you are staying in the marriage? I see couples married two, three years. Pastor and pastor, the babies are not coming. I don't know what is it. And, and sometimes they are even thinking of divorcing. I look at them and I'm laughing. I say, you guys, what is wrong with you? In fact, somebody had a problem just marrying for only six months and they don't have a child. They were under pressure. Even a month after marriage. And there's no baby. That alone will create stress in the marriage. The man will come home. The woman is angry. Or the woman will come home. The man is angry. Any little thing the woman will do. The man will find fault with it. And all the, most of the tensions in marriages are some of these things I'm talking about. You see, the thing is not simple. Honey, sweetheart, baby, I love you. And there are people today, they are divorcing because they think there's been delay in childbearing. There are people who are divorcing today because before they were married, there was money and now the man doesn't have the money again. There are people today who are divorcing on the grounds of sickness but they will not tell you the truth. They couldn't stand the testing time, the trial times. Ask anybody that has married for a long time and they will tell you. Everybody had his or her own issue along the line. When I was going to marry, the question that I was asked is, do you love Jesus? I said, yes, I love Jesus. They asked me again, like Jesus asking Peter. I was asked again the second time. I said, yes, I was asked again the third time, yes, by my friend. Three times I have to answer. Now, finally, when I said, he said, do you know why I asked? I said, no, he said, if you say you really love Jesus, then when you marry, you should be able to stay throughout the marriage. I said, why? He said, if you love Jesus, you will extend the same love for your wife. And the same thing, if she also says she loves Jesus, she can also extend the same love for you. You know why? Because the love of Christ is unconditional. And that is where digging deep comes from. Between myself and my wife, we've had our storms. But because of we have digged deep, we have been able to survive and get to where we have gotten to and we are still going. So if you have not that deep to stay on the rock, 
hold you, you have a challenge. So Jesus said, whoever hears my word will be likened to a wise master builder. The one that dug deep and built his house on the rock. Why? Because he was doing that in anticipation that something might come against it. And whenever the challenge, right, which we call it adversities of life or hardships or environmental pressure or environmental challenges, I should have the shock absorbers enough to be able to hold it going. There has been people today that their marriage is stressed because they gave birth and they couldn't have the child. There has been people today that because of even car, they have a problem. So many little things. Because you see, everybody goes into marriage with a high expectation. Do you know that there are people today who have divorced because somebody cheated on the other? And there are people today who are still staying together even though they have cheated on each other but they are still loving themselves and they forgive you and they are moving on. So the premise of even cheating is not the premise for divorce. Because what in others' jurisdiction, others cheated, that they are divorcing, others also have it, and they have even forgiven themselves, and now they love themselves even more than before. It's all about how deep you have dug. What rock is your building? I know of a friend, and I witnessed their marriage. The lady was a little older than the young guy, but when you see them, you think they are all of the same age. And they love themselves. They say it. Because every love will be proven and tested. And the guy, the lady told the guy that he's older than the guy two years. And that was what they all knew. So when they were even introducing themselves to their families, they made it like the guy is one year older than the lady because you cannot tell the difference. So they did have a challenge. The guy has a child. The lady also has a child. And this is a true story. I believe in true stories. And they got married. Then the lady fell sick and went to the hospital. And then when she came back from the hospital, she has a hospital card. Incidentally left it on the center table. So my friend came out and saw the, the card. And on the card, book no tell lie. The lady is, I think, five years older than my friend. As we speak now, the marriage has never been itself up to today. Because my friend thinks, you've lied to me. But in another jurisdiction, this can happen. And people can forgive themselves and still do what? Love themselves. Because it is not the issue of the, of the age. It's the issue of admitting that I'm wrong and that you can forgive and move on. Because if Jesus can forgive us of our sins, how can't we forgive one another's sin? The problem why we have challenges when it comes that way is because we have not yet understood how to dig deep and be on the rock. How many of you here have never offended Christ? How many of you here have been asking for forgiveness? And you always expect God to forgive you. Because that is the essence of the love of the kingdom. And the essence of the love of the kingdom by extension to one another is that we should forgive each other for every wrong that we've committed to each other. And when we also ask forgiveness, we should repent from our sins and not go back to our vomit again. That is the key. Because for every marriage, you should be ready to work on it 24-7. If you are not ready to work on it 24-7, forget about marriage. Because marriage is not fun. Marriage is not... In fact, the fun in marriage, you need to create that fun. If you don't create the fun in your marriage, your marriage will be monotonous. And when your marriage becomes monotonous, it comes with a lot of pressure and, and, and anger that doesn't need to come. You have to create the excitement around your marriage. Marriage by itself cannot create any excitement. Every marriage goes through overhauling. 
you have to learn to change the oil consistently. Because if not that your rims and your shaft and everything, your car will break down. One day you go sparking that car and the car is not sparking again. Marriage by itself cannot generate the love and excitement you are looking for. You need to deliberately create it. If you don't deliberately create it, forget it. You can't have what you are looking for. I don't believe in doing things half and half. When I was playing football, I did it to a stream. When I got saved, I did it to the stream. When they say wiping away your slate, people will talk of salvation. But I can tell you of genuine salvation. Genuine is like everything has been wiped off. I need to be helped. I need to be resurrected. If Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and 17, if any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. All things are passed away. I became new. Like a new system that needs to be reprogrammed. Some of you today, that might admire me and look at me nicely as a young gentleman, cute. Say, Pastor, Dio, you're cute. Oh. When you met me those days, you would not even give me water to drink. But somebody accepted to make sure I come on a level. I also have to do my part in a life so that we work because we understood that we have to dig deep and build it to that level. But if not for that, we wouldn't be where we are even today. So what am I telling you? For you to sustain your marital relationship, it is not a record sign. Ask anybody that has been married. I've told you already. Anyone you are seeing today that have kept their marriage going and still you see them, you admire them. Don't admire them wrongly. Don't even envy them. Find out what they have done to get to wherever they are going. A lot of sacrifice have gone into the marriage. And they are still making those sacrifices. They are still paying those prices. They are still making those sacrifices. Sometimes health challenges, sometimes this, sometimes that. But they still have been able to manage to put it together. So, man is inventing his own will called divorce. But God never invented it because the children and the generation of today don't understand what it means by to sacrifice. You see, we admire the beauty outside without asking what goes into it. There is a price to pay. So, if you are thinking of getting married or you are married, please, how ready are you? Some of you by simple suspicion you don't want to communicate with the lady again or the guy again. That's the end of our relationship. He said, oh, but what really happened? He said, hey, somebody told me. Oh, so somebody told you. Because of what somebody told you, you didn't believe the person. So how can you even believe yourselves when you go into that marriage? And sometimes we think the money we have in our pocket is what makes love. Let me tell you something. Money doesn't make love. Hello? Money doesn't create love. Money. It doesn't create love. Money is a byproduct of love. You need money in love, which is married. But the money itself is not a guarantee for love. What is the guarantee for love is acceptance. When you accept somebody, you accept everything of the person, including the weakness of the person and the strength of the person and the short force of the person and whatever of the person. You accept everything of the person. That is where it comes from. And that is why God can Send his only begotten son to die for us. You know why? He accepted, accepted us no matter what or who we are. And he said, that by that acceptance, I'm giving you my son to die because I know I've accepted you, but you are faulted. I cannot change the equation than to send my only begotten son to die for you. Though I know you are a sinner. Bible said, whilst we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Though I know you are a sinner, I still love you no matter what. 
So I am sending. Not that you justify. Not that you qualify. Not that you, 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 you are okay with it. But because I have accepted you unconditionally, I said, let somebody come and die and save you. And ladies and gentlemen, that is what God is looking for in love. Can you, can you let go? Can you be patient to, to help yourself? Women here, you have to play the role of a mother to help the man. The mother's instinct. The accounts call it abadae. Your ability to feel for the man. To encourage the man. To help the man to know how to dress. How to keep himself. How to be able to walk. How to do things. We spoke about Ruth and Naomi. Boaz. It was Ruth who triggers the feeling of Boaz. As a woman, you should be able to learn to do those things. But I believe strongly that if it has not been things I've also learned out of my marriage, with what, together with my wife, and what we have shared, and what we have gone through, and how we have done things, would it be able to be here to be able to share with you? So it is possible. Tell somebody it's possible. The storms came. The storms came. <laughs> you are running away from the storms, it will come. The flood came, but it was built on what? The rock. So because it was on the rock, it stood. And look at the other one who didn't big on anything. Look at it. He said, but you had and did nothing. Like you are listening to me now. Some of you are listening. You will do nothing about it. Who did nothing? It's like a man who built a house. So as for the building, you will build. As for marriage, you will marry. Whether in the church or in the court or in the sky or in the moon or on the plane or whatever. On the sea or whatever. I mean, this, this time people are crazy. Marrying everywhere. He said, but who had and did nothing. It's like a man who built a house on the earth. Without what? A foundation. And a lot of them, there is no foundation in the marriage. Against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. Because why? How did it fall? The people married out of what? Aesthetic beauty. Are you there with me? Oh, they were only thinking about how, what, what nice grass am I putting here? What thick things are you going to be here? How is it going to be? They are thinking of the decoration of the house and the foundation of the house. They don't even care whether they use a good block or a correct mixing for whatever. All that they are looking for is actually build my house quickly and then I have every design in the house and just be enjoying and be shaking our head. I need a swimming pool. Then I can work my bikini and then I enter into the swimming pool. Then once I'm in the pool, then I have some bar by the side. So, or some cool love songs. I have my Range Rover or Rolls Royce. We sit in it and then we are just cruising. We get to the beach and then we are having fun. Hide and seek hits me. We go to the ice cream joint. We buy ice cream. Then we are eating ice cream. Then we are showing love on the street. Because yours is a fanciful relationship. It cannot stand. You start finding fault with one another. And tomorrow, you start having issues. So you need to build on a foundation. Tell somebody to build on a foundation. So the 10 reasons. Reason number one is financial problems. When it is not openly communicated... It can bring a lot of problems. Money matter. Hey. It's important. When it is not openly communicated, it jeopardizes the marriage. And how many of you agree with that? Everybody has financial issues. But you need to communicate. In a marital relationship, it will come. Listen, if you don't let your woman or your man know how much you earn, they will make budget that you cannot handle. Like those of you that have turned yourself into Joe in prayer. You know what I mean by Joe in prayer? Impressing people. What you don't have. You say, oh, don't worry. Next week, me travel to. I'll take you to Dubai. Like an advert I like on television. They had a nice backdrop of Dubai. And I say, oh, I'm in Dubai. I'll move on to Abu Dhabi. 
Living a life that you cannot sustain. And then the backdrop fell. And then there were carpenters bench. And all that. He said, this is a weather condition. <laughs> Let me translate it into reality. There are a lot of people that you are having backdrop. But the reality of you is that you have covered it and there is some furniture that is broken out there. Why don't you leave yourself to be real you? You've set a standard you can't sustain. You go and borrow a car to come and woe a lady. Friends can bring their cars. You go out there and then you go and do a treaty and, and, and sometimes women, I don't understand you. And then they open a song, boom, 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 then they are playing and I got these same ladies you have gone to and they've turned you down. Now they saw you with a the car, they said, oh, they love you. And what are you and the car most times is not your car. Sometimes be tight, we will tie, they'll go and you know how we do it. You push it from the garage, you take that in, and then you push it. Ah, when it gets out, then you spy everybody will get up. You have brought the car back. And that's what the ladies want. Sometimes people will go and borrow friends' clothes, dress, shirt, tie. Even the room they are taking you to is a borrowed room. They take you there, you see everything, say, wow, yeah, they say, oh, Charlie, this is even my first house, my second house, when you are there, you even see, this one, I don't even have anything. They've arranged. Guys can be serious, oh. And you go there, and you enjoy yourself, take you to the person's bedroom, you see that this is, oh, this is the kind of bed I want. You sit on it and feel it. When a guy leaves, he look at us and say, my wife was showing me some video clip of a lady who was praying. That in 2017, God should help her to have a man who had, he gets to them, she gets to the man, the man said, this is money, go and put your hand in and take it. But not those men, when you are going to join the trotter before they will follow you and then squeeze the money into your hands. When you open it, it's two cities. <laughs> Somebody say, mercy. Money problem. Men, most men are putting up. But in reality, they are not. Even in the marriage. And sometimes some women also, you don't want the truth. When the guy tells you he doesn't have, that one you don't like. When he tells you he have, you believe. Even when he's not giving you. All the time his money is coming from abroad. His uncle is having this. All the time there is this deal. He can even bring you document to see that the deal is going through. You borrow me. I'll bring the money tomorrow. And those are the kind of people you like. Ask somebody, who really are you? I remember when I met my wife before. When I met her, I told her, I said, right now the guy you are seeing, I'm have a future. But I want to tell you, I don't have anything in my pocket. But I have a future. When she came to see where I was living in, in fact, when they bring you there, you run away. Because the heat alone that will meet you at the door is welcome enough to let you know that we are not living in a, the, the Sahara Desert, but the place is more than a desert. I have my small bed in the corner. I have my study. I have the, and I like praying. So, you can imagine a room that you sweat a lot and you also like praying in that room. You don't believe I'm telling you the truth. And, and, and I brought my wife to see uh, my wife to marry. The lady, I said, I'm, to see where I was. And this lady had a view to say, still, I'll marry. I said, you can see. Because in fact, if you can't see, when you see me, you reject me. But somebody else can stand there. I have friends around that time. I have guys around. And I can just use their room. I can just move her in. And I'll show her things that she would love. And she'll be excited and all those things. But i show her the real me. You take me or you reject me. One of the things I have known about life is not to pretend. I am real to the core. And in my reality, he said, oh, I'll be with you. I said, then let's go on, if you can. And I believe even in the wedding, putting things together, I said, what do you have there? Bring your own, let me bring my own. It was a permutation. She did her own cake. 
I brought what I have to bring. She bring it. We put it together. Because there was what? Understanding. Ready for the journey of the marriage. And not the money, whether I have money or I don't have money. Because the truth is, I don't have kubo. But we have people today. You are going through it. You are uh, so in your house. What do you have? Do you have TV? Do you have fridge? Are you living in your two-bedroom? Or living in whatever it is? Are you getting my point? Most ladies want to see things before they will say yes to you. So they will pretend even and ask you, can I visit you? Can I go and see where you are? And when they get in, they are just turning their neck. They are just looking at everything. Listen to me. If you don't handle financial issues where you would easily break up in your marriage or your relationship. Because you tend to worship money instead of loving yourself. When you have commitment to one another, are you there with me? And you have vision, you will conquer poverty. I said, if you have commitment for one another and you have vision, you can conquer poverty. And I, I, and I, can, I can tell you that. Most men of God that I even know that have spoken about that. Like an example I share with you with my wife. I couldn't afford her anything. Believe you me. I could not even buy Coke. One Coke and we will share she will find a way to prepare something that we can easily eat so that we don't disgrace ourselves. Yet her family is there. She can go to her family house and get money. She says she's not going there. She's struggling with me here. And meanwhile, me too. Today, if I have bought her a Range Rover and she's passing, say, hey, of mommy, look at her. But you never asked when she didn't even have anything for the man to give her to eat. How she still have to sacrifice and still believe in the marriage and still follow this young boy standing here saying, Oh, we are going somewhere, I'm taking you somewhere. If he was your sister, you even tell him, I forget about this guy. <laughs> I these are serious stories, I'm telling you. Who did we even show? Have I shown you where we lived in Umbai before? One of these days, if you like, I'll box you in a car and take you on an excursion. And then you go and look at the place and ask which of you women here would have loved to have been with me in that place. My place, there was no water closet. You are the beach. Amen. Once you are there, the water is coming. When you are going to bath, that bathroom you are going, some people have entered already. So when you are going, you have to carry your short broom and make sure when you get there, because things you go and see, women are bathing there, men are bathing there, and some women don't even know how to. Do. You understand what I'm talking about, women? You understand it? And you go and meet them live. Because you were coming from a place where you have your room, you are set up to yourself, you have your water closet, have your everything. When you go in and you return, you are okay. And now, Go and pluck you and bring you to do Zongo life. Listen, every marriage has a story. Let commitment and vision lead you in marriage. And don't let money be the driving force. I am ending here. When money becomes your driving force, like some of you ladies, I'm looking at your face now, you would think it's a demon that is not making you marry. The problem you are having is that your standard is too high.
Your standard is too high. And you, the guys, you are also pretending too much. You are, you are putting unnecessary pressures on yourself. What you don't have, you want the lady to think you have it. You are spending your salary on expensive clothes. Lifestyle you cannot maintain. Especially when you say you are coming from East Legon. And one day when the person gets to know the true you, it becomes a problem. Why don't you be real for once? Hello? Why do you want to associate with friends whose class are higher than you? That's a problem. Some of you is the friend. You are living a lifestyle because you want the guys in the area to know that who's you day and you are walking. Some are married, but you come to the church and pretend you are not married and remove your ring and walk because your wife is not here and come proposing to the ladies and because they are also victims, they are just following because they think if you don't know how to take care of your room, if the lady is coming, don't struggle to carry things. Let her come and see the way you take care of your room. If she loves you, she will help you arrange the room. If she doesn't love you, she should go. When I was courting your mother, whenever she comes to me in my room, when we come, they're both the wash and unwash. They are all together. I don't have a problem. When I'm going to sleep, how do I care? I push it in the corner. Mother! When you come to our house, I was living in Honorable's, Honorable Benjamin, the house. When you come to that, there's a bench, be outside. Sometimes when you come, we are lying on the bench. We are, you are Jim Framer. When you move in, boys, boys area. That is me. She said, still I want. I said, fine. Today, I am refined. More than the time she met me. Can I say this in conclusion? God will never present you a gold. He will always present you a gold in the dust. Work on your gold. Some of you will be shocked. Those of you who are married, you will be shocked the kind of woman you have, the kind of woman you have. If you can learn to polish that good. Some of you that are going to relationship, you are complaining about your guy, giving excuses and complaining, and the guy is like this, and my this is like that, and you are complaining. If you can pause a bit, you might see the good. And that person, when you polish tomorrow, in your marriage, you will enjoy for the rest of your life. Impatience and ingratitude is what is causing divorce in our time. But if you can be patient enough, and we can be committed for a vision and can sacrifice towards it. And we will learn to polish our gold and not see it that we want it to look shiny before we go for it. But we are ready to work at it. We will see the beauty that is in it and we'll enjoy. It is always better for you to work at it and enjoy the fruit later than the fruit to be prepared for you to go and pluck because it will never help you. God bless you. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Legon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yawetempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.
no greater 